Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, Metro Retro. Oh, the, some people. All right, Monday, February the 9th, 2015. Wonderful stuff. 2015. February. Quite close to Valentine's Day. It certainly is. So, uh, Rush Hour Crush is going to be absolutely just electric. Yeah. Surely, well, let's, surely. Let's hope so. So, did you, do you send Valentine's Day cards? Is that... um, only if I'm dating someone. I don't think I've ever sent a Valentine's card to someone out of the blue. No, it's a bit bit weird. It might be a bit weird now. Are you allowed to do it? It's a bit, could be a bit in these times. Yeah, a little bit um, pressure. Especially if you haven't signed your name and you've just put all the letters together using bits of words you've cut out of a newspaper. It's not ideal, is it? No, that's definitely got ransom notes. I I don't want to be discovered. Yeah. Uh, if you, I, I did. I was, I was sent a birthday card to someone, and I licked the envelope, and I cut my tongue on the envelope. Oh. Blood, blood all over, all over the the envelope. I didn't know you could do that with a stamp. You want to get in contact? No, no, it was on the, it was on the envelope. It wasn't. The, oh, I see. You know, when you're licking Gosh it shut. Almighty. Yeah, so we're always one step away from the hospital, aren't we? Yes, we, yes, we we're are. We're also be... one step away from a casualty episode. When was the last time you had to go to hospital? Um, well, in actual fact, I, I um, cut my tongue quite badly. <gasps> Do you know what? It's just incredible. I've got this thing whereby um, I'll open a tin of something, and it could be tomatoes or whatever beans, mm-hmm. and I have this ongoing desire just to um, lick the um, the top of the tin where the actual opening of the tin is. Uh, I don't know why. It's a real knee jerk reaction. You should call that face because I mean it's the um, it's the doings of a fool. And um, no, it's like it's like an impending like horror face. It wasn't like I wasn't calling you an idiot with my face. No, I, no, no, you should I was, do both, sir. I was, it was impending looking... horror of cutting your tongue on a jagged tin. Is that what happened? I know. That's what we're talking about, amigo. That's what we're talking about. Goodness me. Just like, Dave, there's a jagged uh, tin there, but there's a bit of tomato sauce. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, I'll risk it. I like the idea of some tomato sauce on my tongue. And I go for the tomato mm. sauce. Can you believe it? I mean, when you do the mathematics in a moment of sanity... It's just nuts. But you're are you you're drawn to the danger that you might slice your tongue open as well. Is that the there's a risk think, that um, the reward will make it taste even better? I think maybe it's that. It's a Russian roulette of uh, tin tasting, tongue waggling. I don't tongue, know what it is. Tongue tin tasting. 
it's like the survival game of kind of like Heinz baked beans, empty cans. Oh, what? When you cut your tongue, you're out. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, Squid Game, that's it. Squid mm. Game, sponsored by Heinz, perhaps. Well, that's, that's going to be around, around in the next one, I guess, isn't it? Absolutely, definitely. <coughs> Grab so, yourself a tin out of the bin and see what you can uh, you can get out of it with your tongue. Get licking. And also, maybe it's me just trying to not be wasteful. Maybe it's the Bob Geldof yeah. in me. Yes. Probably yeah. not. I think it's just me being greedy. Well, I, I, I'm exactly the same, but my method is much slower. I just pour it, get the lid and scrape it off and let it drip off but yours is like instant instant gratification yeah it's instant gratification instant gratification will always get you nowhere uh, at, well what point is instant gratification ever helped you in life it really is just a um it's the mistress that whispers nonsense into your ear and just guides you off the uh the straight and narrow but you have got that instant whatever it is you wanted you've got it you know if it was making the tin, you, you've got the you've got the the tomato sauce on your tongue but at what cost well, I tell you, I, I look like bloody Dracula who just fed on a virgin. Blood was coming out of my mouth. And luckily, um, I put some, oh, I stupidly put a tissue on it. That dried. But I got rid of that. And it seems to just turn into an ulcer. Oh, blimey. So I think funny. I'm lucky because at one point I thought I'm going to have to, oh, I don't know, call myself an Uber with bloody tomato ketchup spurting out my gob. Do you know what I mean? Like something out of an exorcist oh, movie. Be careful. You've only got um, one tongue. I have only got one tongue, and uh, luckily it's okay. But believe me, I won't be um, uh, tongue wagging inside empty cans again. Good I've well, learned from my very uh, you sensible. Know what I mean? um, one thing Absolutely. that I think one time I went to hospital, it was on the the aftermath of my birthday, so I was quite hungover, and the sink was blocked, and I poured a load of some soda. There's some soda that was it bicut? No, not bicut. It was. Um, no, I think that's it. Bicut. Yeah, I think that's no, it the was. One. It was the dangerous stuff. <laughs> It was right. some, and I looked down and it popped up and went in my eye. Oh, Jesus. So you could be wearing and, an eye patch right now. You put it off, but not ideal. Yeah. So um, I had to go to hospital because I they, I cleaned it out and then it, it, it was this, uh, it was an, very acidic. So it had dro dried up my eye and they put stuff in my eye and I had to put eye drops in my eye. But thank goodness it was a fleeting thing and my yeah, instincts gorgeous. were to dive back and close my eye. But that was horrible. That's absolutely hideous, nearly blind in one eye. Yeah. I could be I'm, talking to a man with a marble eye like a Bond villain right now. I was at a party once and there was a fancy dress and there was a guy dressed as a Ghostbuster with an eye patch on. I said, Ghostbusters don't have eye patches. And he goes, no, I've lost an eye. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, okay. Sorry about that. What are you going for a Pirates of the Caribbean Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah, sort of merge. Was, yeah may, maybe go for a pirate, mate. That would be, that would certainly help, help no. me. Um, anyway, it's Rush. embarrassing for me. Yeah, sorry, Rush. sorry. Let's focus on this. Rush hour. Sorry. Sorry, pal. Do you, do you, no, you can, do you want to say it this time? No, no, no. Sorry. I apologize. Oh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't being facetious. I was just bringing, no, 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 you know, no. mixing it up. You can say, do you, you don't want to say it. I always say it. Honestly, you, okay. I do not, you know, I know my place in the grand scheme of podcast things. Rush hour crush. There, that's why I gave it to you, pal. Did I do that? Fellow out okay, with thank um, you. Like oh, that's Brian very, Blessed. Very, very kind. On the to old the, Vic stage. To the curly-haired ginger girl in the green coat travelling from Houston to London Waterloo. You looked, I looked, we had a moment. Did you feel it too? Blonde behind you. I've got to say, sometimes it's difficult to work with, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you've not got much. Some of them sound a bit like, I don't think you've got anything there, mate. I think sometimes you've you just got to every now and then just hit pause on the old podcast format say well what am I supposed to do with that you know I don't want to deal with stereotypes all I've got is hair color 
So you've ginger. got ginger hair and blonde hair. Yeah. Well, I think, first of all, you know, there is some people, which I don't believe in, feel there's a prejudice towards ginger hair, don't they? So I wouldn't date someone with ginger hair. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Um, I'm not calling myself a saint, but I certainly wouldn't um, have any problems with that. So immediately, this blonde-haired person is open-minded. Am I right? right? This is what I'm grabbing at, Ben. This is I all mean, I've got. I'm, I'm just grabbing what I can. I'm going for I'm half, ginger. I'm half ginger. I'm half ginger. My mother is a ginger. So I appreciate really? your open-mindedness. You don't seem a ginger at all on screen right ginger now. Ginger whiskers, but few ginger whiskers there. Oh, good grief. I, I wouldn't notice them at all. I wouldn't yeah. have bullied you at school over those. Well, there is that phrase, isn't there? Beaten like a ginger stepchild. Oh, blimey. Yeah, that's, a that. that's a good phrase. It's a good phrase, that, isn't it? It really uh, is a good phrase. So, curly-haired ginger girl in a green coat. So, it looks like, okay, she looked, she may have been just looking at the time. She may have just been looking around, just stretching her neck. We had them, but the the blonde behind you, it's a little bit sinister the way it's worded. They had a moment though. the The writer seems to think there was a moment there, so I think we've said it before, but we need to clarify that there is a bit of chemistry there, isn't there? So what would be Definitely. the best way and, to do that? You know, she's holding a guitar, which uh, you know fills my heart with musical glee. It's got to be not that there is a guitar there, but I'm saying oh, so, so. That, um, that's what you want—an extra, an extra layer of, um, you know, one more line of potential, potential romantic, mm. you know, revelings, if you like. I think what we've got there is someone who's um, not going to be a prisoner to the um, ginger prejudice. So you've got an open-minded blonde there, haven't you? Open-minded blonde. I mean, I've I've heard there's prejudices against blondes as well. So maybe they're both they can both I help each them. other. You're chatting been... to a man with a blonde quiff right now. Have... I don't think I actually 100% have, but it's never too late. You've never been pre prejudiced to, um... against? Maybe I have without knowing it, for crying out loud. Maybe I've Wh got very thick skin. Which Clint Eastwood film is he called Blondie in? Gosh, I don't know. That's going to keep me up at night, that one is. I well, do... don't worry, I'll tell you. Uh, the good, the bad and the ugly. Hey, Blondie! That's, there uh, you go. Elijah that's Wallach. answered that one. Uh, calls him Blondie when he's hanging. Blondie, don't leave me hanging. So, okay, so what, you think a, a guitar would help? Maybe no, I don't think a guitar would help at all. I was talking about it would be lovely if they'd mentioned something else. Okay, like yes. okay well, should, should, should we bring a guitar in or something like that? Definitely. We're going to have to grab, we're going to have to go through our romance toolbox and mm -hmm. bring out some generic objects just to beef, you know, bring more romantic narrative context to this than merely, you know, ginger... Hair. And, and ginger and blonde. So we've got the guitar. Ginger um, and blonde, it sounds nice. Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds lovely, doesn't it? They're, they're both kind of light hair colours, aren't they? Yes. Um. So what we think that, uh, what's, uh, go and see a concert or go and see, uh, so have someone serenade them or what? what have we... someone serenade them, basically. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds lovely. That should that should bring out the romance, shouldn't it? Maybe of, something Ed Sheeran based to once again promote gingers and to, you know, yeah, that's great. an idea of, you know, and maybe he could have a, a ginger guitar as well to yes, really... Yes, absolutely. Now we're on fire. An orange ginger guitar. Yes, please. Right. This this one, this is a very... Uh, I can really imagine this person, right? To the radiant gentleman with the round face <laughs> and the hipster glasses on the 801 AM train who gets off at Isleworth. Isleworth? Isleworth. Want to get off some same time with me? Let, let me spot the, your train. Your... Train spotting admirer Kent, <clears throat> radiant gentleman with round face and hipster glasses. 
bit of a moon Wowzers. face. Bit of a moon face, gentlemen. There. Hipsters, glasses, absolutely bloody loving it. So this is an urban hipster. So you know the date is needing to be in connecting with his lifestyle. So I'm thinking a DJ pit. I'm seeing a dance floor. I'm seeing Love people it. mingling. I'm seeing George Michael cocktails. I'm seeing stars. I'm seeing romance. It sounds amazing. And is this this is in a in a in a club? Yeah. Yes, in a, absolutely in a club. Yeah, perfect. Hipster glasses, round face, eight oh one a.m. Yeah, that's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Right, when you okay. wear glasses like that, it's like a map. It's almost just telling me, take me to a club. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, my day doesn't start until I see those big eyes behind your geeky specs and that smile erupt from your beautiful face at Angel Chew most mornings. I long to muster the courage to say hello and hear your voice. Christopher, London. Big eyes. There's no indication. So Christopher is a guy. The person he's um, got the crush on, we don't know, but they're... Geeky specs, smile erupt from the beautiful face. So what? And do she we have? wants to hear his voice. So some kind of recital, perhaps. Yeah, Christopher wants to hear their voice. We don't know if it's a guy or a girl. So, yeah, that that that's perfect. Like, um, so get get them, get them out for a, a recital, and then say, "Here's a little surprise. I've written a poem that I want you to read up on stage." Absolutely. There you go. Job done. So you're in a bar, drinks, chat. But I really want to see your vocal cords put to the test. Here's a poem I've written about uh, me not stalking you, but generally following you around the uh, underground systems of London. Okay. And, uh, you know, present it and deliver it to the good people, please. And should we have a go at that poem? Should we do a line each of the poem? Absolutely. So, so we've got um, geeky specs, um, Christopher. So uh, do, you, do you want to start or shall I? Sir, you get the ball rolling, please. Okay. At last, I can hear what your voice sounds like. It makes my heart sing like a bird. I, I yearn for you to hear my voice too. So at last, I will be heard. You have a beautiful voice and a beautiful soul. One that lights the sky of my mind. Um... I think together we make the perfect soul. I've got to come up with soul. Um, we make. I think together we can fill a hole. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Wow, that was amazing. Goodness me! I don't know. If the ending was a bit of a cop out. No, it was great. Know. I love. I love it. Re repeating, Just echoing through yeah. the, uh, the time tunnel of love. Yeah, it's like, come on, let's give this a chance. That was beautiful. Bloody best foot forward, people. Best yeah. foot forward. Um. Okay, so um, now this is quite exciting because I've never seen so many good deed feats. Oh, wowzers. Look how many, look how many there are. It's a whole... I guess it's Valentine's time, isn't it? Yes, that's Walking true. Walking Dead yes. ad there. God, that's been around oh, for a while. I might have used that against you, but I won't now because you've seen it. Actually, there's nothing to go on. Oh, right, okay. I've never seen The Walking Dead. No, I've seen the first series. I saw the first series and I got lost in the second. The um, first one was rather good. Frank Darabont, wasn't it? Um, it was Frank Darabont. Then he got sacked as the showrunner, didn't he? Okay. He left. That's a bit uh, controversial for me to say someone got sacked. I think, I think he was bought out, I think. Um, bought out? Oh, that's better than being sacked. So I prefer to be bought out than sacked. Right. Thanks to the kind lady who let me use her phone and my train buddy who lent me cash after I left my handbag behind when I leapt out of the car in a hurry. My husband got the message and came back. Erica Warwickshire. 
So she's rushed out of the car, left her handbag in there and had to call someone and borrow some money. Is that right? Yes. So how do we re reward these two people? So it's very, very kind. So I think, you know, maybe we can arrange a date for them. Yep, absolutely. Some kind of date that brings them together, which is filled with thankfulness. <clears throat> yeah, because, I mean, regardless of not whether they want to have a date, for the purpose of this, they, they're, they're going on a date just because they're both kind. Uh, we're feeling the, 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 the rush of Valentine's Day. So those two are going on a date and they're going to like it or whether they want to or not. Absolutely. And I mean, for someone to actually publish it, it shows they've got a real genuine sense of connection with that person. Yes. So, well, it's it's the two people that helped them. They're the ones yes, going absolutely. on the day. Yeah. So the collaboration straight away shows there's a, there's a relationship there in the origins. Right, okay. So I don't want to show you any... I know that you can see things, obviously. So, no, uh, no, I can't right. see anything. Okay, now it's time for Who Am I? Are you ready? Yes, absolutely. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Uh, you don't have a TV. Is that a hindrance if you work in TV? Sorry. Well, awful question, but some of them are really easy. Or they're just really vague like yeah, that. God, so, I wouldn't know. Philip Schofield. Okay. You've got to start somewhere. And I'll and tell you. You've got to start somewhere with everything in life. I'll tell you it's a chap. Okay. Because that was such a bad question. I'm going to help you. Um, it's a, the, the person you're after is a chap. Um, what's been your most unusual voiceover job? Rob Bryden. That's an excellent guess. You're very close. You're in the right ballpark. Definitely. So this is the one you'll either get it or you won't. I suppose you could say that about everything. How did you perfect your Stephen Toast voice? Steve Coogan. Stephen Toast? Is that an art and animation character? David Wellings? Stephen Toast is a character, yeah? You don't know who Stephen Toast oh, is? Oh, um, Stephen Toast is in um, the well-known animated Nickelodeon TV show. Okay. Um, is it not that? Who is Stephen oh, Toast? Oh, I, I need to have my poker face on. I forgot you could see me. Um, I'll just be poker face, so keep... Yeah, Stephen Toast is in, um, it's a Nickelodeon show, isn't it? Mm -hmm, it's, uh, mm -hmm. I've never seen the actual... Um, uh... Are you looking it up? No, I'm not. David okay, Hasselhoff was in the movie, but I don't know if anyone else was a big name who did the actual voice. Stephen Toast isn't done by a famous person, is it? Well, that's fair. This is your last guess. Do you want to have a guess? Hasselhoff? Is it Hasselhoff? I guess so. Okay, it's Matt Berry. Toast of London, have you ever seen that? God, so Matt Berry does the voice of Sean. What? What's the TV show? Toast of London. Oh right, bloody hell! I think he's thinking of SpongeBob. I was SpongeBob, thinking about an SpongeBob. animated Nickelodeon show. It's SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I was thinking yeah. of that. Yes. No. Sorry, not Matt Berry. Bloody hell! That's Sorry, right. I should have. Uh, right, okay. Don't don't worry. You know, we all we all pick a path. There was a toast path or a SpongeBob path. No, not at all. Not at all. So thanks for showing. Um, you know. Some support there. Some support, and I like to think a bit of compassion as well. Oh, absolutely, a lot of compassion. Yeah. Goes without yeah, saying. So oh, Teresa, passion, Bob, oh, girl, that Bob. level. Goodness me, thank you very much. Right, what's it all about, David? Here we go. Sorry. Here we go. Sip the old liquid. Mm. Clean out the pints. Too much. I went too much, too high there. Right. Okay. Here we go. Uni claim gives Jack the avocado pip. Say that again, sorry. Uniclaim. Uniclaim gives Jack the avocado pip. So is that uni university claim? You tell me, baby. You tell me. Avocado pip. 
Uni claim gives Jack the avocado pip. What on earth is that all about? Yeah, that's really stumped me, that one. So you don't... Absolutely. You don't... I don't know what a uni claim is. Is that a university claim, a universal well, claim? Let, let's let's make some assumptions. So, yes, let's say it's a uni claim. University claim. Um, and then an avocado pip. Yep. So, so you know, um, you've been at the university canteen. That's the only place in a university yeah. campus with an avocado yeah. pip. Mm-hmm. So it, there's someone making a claim at a university after um, finding a pip in their avocado salad. So they found a pip in their avocado salad and they've gone to try and get some money. Yeah, back. absolutely. I didn't yeah. expect to find a pip in this salad. So is it, Right, okay. So what actually happens is Jack White has vowed never to play the University of Oklahoma again after the college paper wrongly claimed he demanded special avocado dip and prosecutio. Pros, Prosecutio. Oh, I think it said pip. Sorry, avocado. It does pip, say pip. Dip. It does say pip, and then it goes on to dip. Honestly, it does. It does say pip. Hey, well, sir, you do not have to show me, Captain. You uh, do not have to show me. So that's what that one's about. A little bit um, misleading yeah, on the pip. A little bit, dip little from, bit odd, but you it's know. either a pip or a dip. Yeah, come on, make your mind up. I'm happy up. to have a dip. It's when I find a pip. I mean, I oh, think the university I, claims over a dip. Caught trying to fire phones at jail. Trying to fire phones um, at jail or out of jail? At jail. So fire phones, isn't that like burnt phones, whereby they're phones that you can use illegally and no one has any trace? Burners. Burners, yeah, like in Breaking Bad. Yeah. So I think it's that. It's some kind of illegal ring of using phones in prisons. So what, and they've been just caught? Ah, absolutely, So You can't start texting whilst you're doing yeah. time. Yeah, that defeats the whole object. For goodness sake, you can just start ordering pizzas and stuff. To yeah, be... having a bloody Domino's pizza coming up Slung the, over uh, the, the large HMS prison walls. So this is what actually it is. An, archer, an archer was caught trying to fire illicit mobile phones into a jail with a crossbow. Wowzers. It sounds like a, pro- <laughs> uh, a plot out of porridge. I mean, if, he, if that I succeeded, mean, that would be great. Ten points for being ambitious. I mean, that's Ocean's Eleven stuff, that is, isn't that? They're not very aerodynamic, are they, mobile phones? They're... Not at all. And I think if you got it over the fence, it would smash. Yeah, so it'd have to... I mean, it sounds... Yeah, like you say, hats off for him for being inventive, but I think it was... Oh, that sounds like a modern-day Robin Hood. Doomed to fail um, from they... the beginning. So that's that. But, you know, if you see things through to the end, it's a good attitude to have. It is, it is. Entrepreneurial. Let's get Let's get this right. guy. Let, let's sit him down, because he's quite young. And, you know, have a chat. Say, come on. If you continue down this path, you'll end up in prison. So let's get you on the right track. But how can we redirect your effort and passion for arrows and mobile phones? Because clearly, you know, you've got up first thing in the morning. You've done this. You're organized. You've had a shower. You're washed. Um, you know, you've got up before any of the actual jail staff to actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do this project. Yeah. How can we redirect this energy? I mean, wouldn't a sling, like one of those things you whip and do that? I don't know, a slingshot? Well, I would just go for the old cake trick. Yeah. Just give them a cake and put a mobile phone in the middle of that. Is that allowed these days? I don't know. Well, I mean, don't they'd have x-rays, wouldn't they? Like cake x-rays or someone would eat half the cake or something. What about... you? Have... Like a, um, a memory card in their guts, which wouldn't yeah. be good. I mean, <laughs> one of the other things is to put put them up your bottom, isn't it? That's another way of smuggling. I was thinking about that. If it's a smartphone, that'd be way too far. Um, I mean, there's a dodgy joke there. It's certainly smart, but I think it'd just be yeah. jokes aside because yeah. that's crude. It would just be. I think you just get it stuck in there. 
I'm envisioning now not being able to get a smartphone back out of my, we're all adults, rectum area, and that would mm. be very painful. Could you put it up there in parts and go in and visit? Can you dismantle a, an iPhone? I reckon and put you it could back dismantle in? it, but I think the chance of getting it all out afterwards would just be zero. And then you'd have to clean it to get rid of all the toxic waste from your body. Mm. And um, I, I'm sure you would um, ruin the circuit boards in some vein afterwards. I suppose you could put it in some kind of um, like little bag. So that yeah, it's you'd have just... to put it in lots of plastic bags and then swallow it step by step. Oh, so swallow it, not stick it up yeah, the bottom. Yeah, perhaps put it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because you don't want to digest it. You don't want to eat it and then, then let it go. Oh, you're right. You're right. I hadn't thought about that. The chemicals. You, you have to go up the up the bottom, like they like they're doing like all those old prison films. They have stuff hidden I don't up think there. I could stick a whole smartphone up my behind. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd have to use a toothbrush to really wedge it up there to make room. Oh God, it doesn't. And at the end of the day, about, you know, you might take it out in pieces, but you've got to think about the actual main smartphone case. That's very That's wide, big. isn't it? That is big. So you're isn't almost it? sticking a calculator up your behind. Oh dear me! You couldn't. You couldn't do it, could you? I think the other thing is you'd need to disconnect it all because you don't want someone suddenly ringing you. No, that would. So be, it needs to be disconnected for other reasons as well. But then again, yeah. you turn it off. You don't have to sort of rip the whole thing. Put apart. it on air, airplane mode or something. Yes, airplane going mode. You're quite right. But you, you could possibly over several visits, maybe, and then just at the last one, just hand them the case, the empty case. So look, this is just an empty case. He can have that, can't he? Warden? As a as a memorand uh, yeah. as a memory sort of thing. Yeah, this is I this think um I would um I would perhaps uh transport the different parts of the mobile phones through kisses. That's so a good I'd put idea. a few keys in my lips and then kiss them, you know, and just slowly actually transport the uh, the mobile phone through uh, moments of love. Yeah, that's a good idea because you could yeah memory that, card, I, the mother um board, things like that. Mm. Yeah, but not the whole case. That could, that would have I to think be. Maybe um, you could do the case with a handshake. Yeah, and maybe have some mechanism like a taxi driver gun that slides. Yeah, down, like a taxi driver gun that comes slides out down from the um, your hand draw slide. Yeah. yeah. So you start with a handshake, then you move in for a passionate kiss, and you pass all the yes. other components of the phone. Perfect. We got that sorted. Um, right. Funeral limo gets a ticket at church. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Goodness me. So it'd be as simple as um, the funeral limo is parked outside the church for the procession but it's um, parked with double yellow lines outside the church and is therefore given a ticket. And you're in, you're in a, a, a murky uh, moral situation whereby, come on, meet these people halfway. You know, someone's died. But equally, rules are rules, people. It doesn't matter if it's a hearse with a dead body in the back mm. or it's um, some person with their family in a galaxy people's carrier. If yeah. you're on double yellows, you've got to come up with the readies. Yeah, I mean, also, a black car... How does the guy? I'm being sympathetic towards the traffic warden here. How would how would they know it's a, unless it's the unless it's the actual hearse, you wouldn't yes, know. Unless there's a coffin no, in not, the back, you would not know that that you was. You would a, not know at all. Well no. said. Well said. And if you know if you see people crying, they could just think they're crying because they've got a ticket. Yes, very true. I Absolutely. bet you've seen. I bet you've seen all kinds of excuses. People crying. People getting angry. Trying oh, to worm out of getting warden. the ticket. Mm. Crocodile tears twenty four seven. Would you, could you ever be a traffic warden dishing out? No, I couldn't take Misery. the confrontation. I could no. not take the confrontation at no, me all. Me neither. Me neither. Wherever I was a traffic warden, there'd be uh, cars parked on any jet double yellow line everywhere, left, right, and centre. There'd be bedlam because I just wouldn't be able to um, swallow the unpopularity that would come my way. So you'd way. be the nice traffic warden then. Yeah, and because of that, the traffic count, the um, you know, the pile-ups, the um, the street-based arguments would be horrific. So I'd be nice death to toll. people, yeah. but ironically, no one else would be around me. So it would be. Um... You'd be the the catalyst for this. You need to have a unruly. proper sheriff in town because if yeah. not, you know things just going to bedlam. Yes, well, fair enough. Um, okay, so Sex Mountain will have you coming back for more. Sex Mountain will have you coming back for more. I don't. We don't uh, have so to. So basically, do a, yeah. it's a, a person called the Mountain because they're large built. Mm-hmm. That's well known for having a large, large thirsty sexual appetite. Mm-hmm. Um. And, um, you know, he's well known for dating a lot of ladies. Mm-hmm. Keep coming back for more bedtime action with the mountain. And he's got they call big, themselves big... the climbers. He's Everest. And uh, they yeah. put in their climbing outfit and they climb in when they can. And he's got quite a, a big member as well, presumably. Oh, well, it goes without saying. Mm. He knows how to use it. What in actual I... fact it is, it's a... For centuries, pilgrims came to Java's sex mountain to sleep with strangers until a TV report stopped them. Wow. Wowzers. There's a place in Java, J-A-V-A, that's a, a sexual, like a swingers place or something. Oh, blimey. Go up a mountain and do some swinging. Yeah. And it looks really idyllic. It's got like waterfalls and, yeah, lovely, lovely place. What's your more paradise? Yeah. Uh, okay. I did find a film... Oh, there's this thing about walking a dog. Now, we both walked dogs. Yes. Have you got any tips? Have you got any tips and advice on dog walking? I'll, I'll start and you carry on, sir. Okay. Uh, tips for dog walking. Um, 
definitely always be ready with a, a, a plastic bag. Many a time I've gone out with my, it's my father's Shih Tzu that I um, mm-hmm. go out with, and he does a, a royal number, well, she rather, does a royal number two. Mm-hmm. And you've got to improvise with, oh, God, I remember once, um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it, uh, she just did a massively, just ev- never-ending, um, well, you can imagine, you don't need mm-hmm. a graphic description. And I had someone, uh, didn't verbalize, it was a traffic warden, actually, he was on a full oh. circle, but he's giving me the real evils, and I'd not come out of a Tesco's bag. So I had to create tweezers out of um, two train tickets, cardboard train tickets. Luckily, I'd use these train tickets and um, sort of pick them up and then sprint over to a bin before it demolished. But um, that was quite a handful because I still got the Shih Tzu on the leash. And mm-hmm. then I'm like using these kind of like train tickets and this really large sausage. You know, you're looking at a proper frankfurter size. I don't know how it came out the dog. And I had to run over. So never leave the house about a Tesco bag because we're not in the 70s. You can't just leave dog poo to turn white on the streets. No. There's a real etiquette. And, you know, you will be stoned like a biblical tale. If yeah. you do just to let your canine drop their pants and just do what they want type of thing. Or so even I think have, that's key yeah. one. Yeah, even have like poo thrown at you. So just going back, so these you had these kind of like cardboard chopsticks that you were picking yes. up and did how many how long did it take you to do? Was it in one or did you have to go back a few times to pick up this this sausage? I should have done it in several moves, um, but I did it in one and it was very wow. cavalier of me because it started to actually weigh down on either side. It almost crazy like sort of mustache. Like an Italian moustache look. Sort wow, of thing. so there's a lot of jeopardy there with that. Oh, a um, hell of a lot of jeopardy, like a bomb, basically. And then you pop the um, the uh, soiled train tickets in after the poo as well. And Oh, yeah, I done. didn't need them, thank God. No. And I looked at Rose and I just thought, well, we got through that, didn't we? So, because I, I, when I walk, my, my mum has got uh, chihuahuas. And when you walk them, their turds are quite little. So um, I, I do pick them up. But... Um, what I do is I don't you don't if you they do it they tend to do a turd straight away so you don't carry them around for the whole walk you leave the bag there and pick up the bag on the way back do you think that's acceptable or is that naughty as long as you pick them up later absolutely mm. fine okay. I've got a um um a chap I know on my street who has like a wolf it's a pr- proper wolf kind of dog there's no, no way to talk about it he just looks like a wolf and um, he does this amazing thing where he'll actually dig a hole then do his poo and then put the earth over the uh, hole. The dog I don't does know what that. Breed of wolf. The, the actual dog does that. I remember talking to this chap in the street and stopped halfway through, and I said, "Does he usually do that? Does he usually have those toilet, uh, you know, uh, etiquette um, manners?" And he says, "Yeah, I never taught him. He just came with it. He just learnt it." I wonder if that's to do with like if you, you know, if you do a poo in the wilderness, in the wilderness, then it's leaving a trace and you can be found. Yeah, I think so if you so. bury it, wow, that's amazing. Well, more wolves. Actually, it's probably quite mean to have a wolf as a pet, isn't it? They like roaming free. Um, so, but uh, he doesn't need a Tesco bag. He's yeah, no, himself. brilliant. I love um, the shit so. And what I do have is I have a sponge and some water, and I I clean up the pee as well. When they pee up a lamppost, I always clean up the water, the pee with a sponge. I sponge up all the urine, and then I clean the lamppost I've peed on. Are you joking? Or yes. Is that yeah. No, that's a joke. Is that safe? Flipping it. Well, you you delivered that very deadpan. Thank you very you had much. Being a real kind of like quandary there, I was like, do people do that? I sh- I could have taken it further. Do I need said, to start doing should, that? You, like, really? David, you should start doing it. Honestly, I definitely was like a quandary there. I was like, have I seen someone do that before? Is that someone? I think I'd have googled it afterwards <laughs> if you had still kept going with that. But so um, ha- also so when you let the dog off, this is my my one now. You have some treats. 
and so you can get them to come back to be do you let your dad's dog off the leash um, i never let it off i'd never get it back it doesn't matter if i had you know um an entire turkey on a on a plate or you know whatever just dogs keep, like keep running oh, it would dear. just keep on running into the wilderness like a watership down character do you know what i mean into the sunset yeah i'd never get it back and be very unpopular with my father no, so it, she, she never goes off the leash uh but i do give her treats just to calm her down she sounds a bit of a handful. Oh, she's a massive handful. She's an ADHD disaster. Okay. Well, the treats are good. You've got to keep the, the dog on your side, I guess, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. It's all about that. You don't want a furry mutiny. So you don't throw, don't play fetch with the dog? Well, you, I guess you can't if she's fetch. on the lead. Can she, she just barks at other dogs. Um, that's enormously, just gigantic de defecation gifts. Do you know what I mean? Which is just a massive... Um, what else does she do? A lot of snipping. Absolutely, just God knows. It's like those posts aren't just they're, they're containing like novels for her to read and yeah. consume. God knows um, what she's picking up from there because she's just uh, in, it's like she's reading Game of Thrones. You know what I mean, she just can't drop the book. When I'm picking a pet, I always pick it on the size of the the turds. Oh, very wise. You know what I've I mean? Thought about that. If you got like, I'd never have a pet elephant. No, quite right. Yeah, imagine, yeah. Uh, so we got a little cat, and they're fine. The turds are no bigger than a a small um, one of those small cucumbers, baby cucumber. So that that's 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 would be my tip as well. If you can't handle the turd, you can't handle the animal. Well said. Well, thank said. you, thank you very much. They should have that above Pet World as you enter the actual um, you know shop. Yeah, um, consider the turd before you get your credit card out because that's what you're going to be dealing with. Okay, so this is the film I've found. Wowzers, let's go for it. So I'm going to give you the... I'll give you the, the reviews first. Heartwarming and effortlessly funny. February the 9th, 2015. Is it a Richard Curtis one, like um, Love Actually? No, good guess. A feel-good treat, Simon Pegg is brilliant. Uh, run, fat boy, run. No, good guess. And I'm going to go back. I'll, I'll read you out the cast members. Christopher Plummer, Jean Reno, Stellan Skarsgård. Something to do with a happy life, isn't it? It's the... Um, uh, oh, I can't remember the title. Rosamund Pike, Tony Collette, Simon Pegg. Yeah, I know the film and I can't remember the title. How annoying. It's happy. It's a happy life, isn't it? It's kind of um, the pursuit of happiness. That's, no, that's Will Smith, isn't no, it? No, that's, that's... I'm going to give you that. Hector and his search for happiness. Oh, there we go. Well go, done. Go. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Thank you. No, no, thank you. It's collaboration. Um, have you seen it? I have not. It got okay reviews, didn't it? Kind of like a three out of five kind of uh, endeavour. I have to admit, when I, I hadn't remembered it until I saw it there. Oh, yeah. So Valentine's Day. Have you, what's, if you had to plan a Valentine's date that you wanted to go on, what would it be that you could actually go on? You've, you know, you've been with a girl for a while. Definitely an escape day. room. I've I've done many an escape room dates. They go down like a house on fire. You you, you work together. Um, you know, uh, it's a it's a challenge. There's going to be moments where that relationship feels like you're locked in a prison with somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you work together, you can escape the um the, the doldrums of the relationship and move on to something fresh and exciting. And this is one that you'd go on. Absolutely. Because, you know, not to be contradictory, but you, in the past, I thought you said you hated them. But 
It's, Gosh, there we go. That is interesting, isn't it? I don't want to contradict you. For some reason, you. We're, we're romance and love's involved. So when there's someone there... I think I have been on an escape room during a stag do. Oh, God, that I remember just being, God, just all these alpha males just shouting over you. I remember having like a hangover because I'm not good at daytime drinking. No. But if it's if you're more of a sort of Roger Moore, mm. it's not a Dirty Dozen vibe with like, you know, a bunch yeah. of blokes. Yeah, it's more of a Roger it. Moore, the lady type of thing. We could um, that's it. a lot more uh, dialing and interesting. Because I've got a voucher for an escape room, but I don't I don't really know what they are. I what are they? Just you shoved in a room yeah, and say, come on, get out of this. Room, but she's got a theme, so it could be pharaohs, Egyptian, it could be a prison, perhaps, mm -hmm. the ultimate escape room, um, or it could be a futuristic spaceship, and then you're given clues. It's a bit like Crystal Maze, and you've got to work out different ways to uh, locate the key. Oh, that sounds amazing. Room. Yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah. certainly is. Um, so I think, uh, I don't know if it was Valentine's Day, but uh, I took Emily to a cat cafe. Oh, lovely! Which was re which went down really well. She didn't know what it was. She was like, "Where are we going?" I was going, "Just wait and see." And we travelled all the way across London. It was in Old Street, and it was this cat cafe. And the cats couldn't couldn't give a they couldn't care less who you were because they just so much attention is is heaped upon them. Uh, but it was great. It's really nice because we didn't have a cat at the time. So to see these cats like, you know, just chilling out and cleaning themselves, very cute. If you like yeah, cats, I'd, I'd love yeah. a cat cafe. I prefer that than the escape room. Definitely. I don't know. The, I, chilling I, out with I'd like room the, of felines. Yeah, this, but also they'd come over and start eating your food. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, so, like licking the cream. They were very spoiled cats. They just had oh, everything God. they could possibly want. Uh, but it was great. There's all the, the the cafe itself was decked out to be like a cat heaven. There were all these nooks and crannies to cats to hide and lots of toys around, lots of water for them to drink in, lots of levels for them to run around oh wow yeah good cat oh, youtube that after this you can't sit there with my lunch yeah cat cafe can't beat a good cat, cat cafe. cafe vids oh yes uh job interview if that's all right so um it's for a laborer thanks for coming in thank really you appreciate that me. um i can see you've got a bit of height to you so already i'm seeing the 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 good reasons, you know, that you'd be a good employer. Um, what 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 makes you think you'd be a good candidate for this job, labourer? Um, because when you're on a building site, it's all about bonding with men. It's all about, you know, anyone can pick a bloody nail up and put it into a wall. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's about becoming part of the culture and the, uh, the builder tribe that surrounds you. And, you know, I'm part of a pub team. I'm part of a pub quiz. I have men either side of my house who are men, and um, I can happily lean against a piece of scaffolding with a mug whilst holding a biscuit talking about footballers. I feel more than qualified to keep up the uh, the building banter. I mean, already, like, with the banter between the two of us is, is pretty good. Oh, it's electric. Um, I mean, I am a little bit worried that you would be a distraction and just be talking all the time. That wouldn't... Can you just reassure me that that wouldn't be the case? I can reassure you, I can't tell you it'll definitely happen, but in this room, I can reassure you that um, the banter would only take place in between DIY jobs. Okay, because from my point of view, I don't want someone having a chat with you, banging banging their thumb instead of the nail, and then I get sued, and we have to shut the whole thing down. So I just have to um, check that you're not just some chatterbox that would just keep talking all through the day and not let anyone do any work. I would make sure they stopped hammering so I could end my anecdote. Okay. It's an interesting answer. 
Thank you very much. So I, would, I would worry about health and safety. Okay, that's good. That's good that you 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 know what. But if about. I'm bursting with banter, I'll just tell everyone stop what you're doing, listen to this joke. Okay, I like it. I like that. If you could, you know, that's good for morale to tell a uh, a strong joke. What would you say is your favourite kind of genre of joke? Um, well, you've got to think of uh, well, it's building site genre. The, you know, the genre of the building. So your jokes would be based around the building site. Uh, definitely, um, there would be. You know, it's. I'm not going to, um, you know, um, tiptoe around this. They're going to be sexist jokes. Sexist jokes on the that building. goes down well with that demographic. Okay, um, would, I mean, you know what's coming next. Would you mind telling me a joke? I mean, it, I perhaps on this occasion, maybe not a sexist one, but I would like to hear a, a building site-based joke, if if I may. If I share one, are you have to share one afterwards. I mean, this this sounds like the interview. Is it? Yes. Okay. Let's go for it. Okay. So you go first. It would be um, a case of, um, let's have a think. Uh, so I'm trying to think something that's, that's particularly sexist. I mean, if, um, if you don't mind, we don't have to go down the sexist route. We could, we could just have, a, have it like a, a building site pun or something like that. Is Maybe. that scaffolding down your trousers or are you just happy to see me? I love it. I absolutely love it. Right, my, my turn. Uh, where do murderers keep their knives in a building site in a bloodshed oh they, that's perfect that would get a round of applause see that i mean that's why i'm the boss because i've got absolutely because uh, you've got the puns at the ready i've got the um so uh give me an example involving conflict management please like maybe you've told one of your jokes someone's a new that is your conflict management banter Oh, so you, if any, people don't, you can't have conflicts if you're laughing over scaffolding erection what, jokes. What if someone doesn't find your jokes funny? What if you're telling your jokes, you've, you, you know, they think, who is this smart ass? He's just, I'm doing all the work. He's telling me the jokes. I'm going to tell him off. How would you cope with that if someone was to confront you in that way? I, I would say if the majority of the builders are laughing at my jokes, mm-hmm. and I've got a strong audience, I've got a good McIntyre slice of the audience out right. there who really are a fan of what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, it would be a case of maybe you need to find yourself a new building site. Right. Because so I'm tuned into the banter here, and you clearly are not. Right, okay. So you'd like you'd, you'd kind of beat this, this character down with your numbers. You've got the whole – everyone's on your side. I've got a fan base. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. If you don't like them, you go. Absolutely, sir. Okay, now I, I'm getting a really good vibe from you. You've got like a, a, a leadership, you know, maybe not like a leader of my level, but more of a kind of um, supervisor type thing. So I'm going to give you the job. Oh, wonderful. Music to my ears. Music. You're welcome. It's good to have you on the team. Thank you. Now we're back in the room. Now, brilliant. Okay, so that that is the end of... Metro Retro, where's the date? I like to say the date at the end. Do you know what I mean? It gives a nice... Monday, February the 9th, 2015. Monday, February the 9th. Love was in the air. Valentine. Mm. Goodness me. Hearts coming together across London and other parts of the UK, which they flick through the pages of Metro. Mm. I love these sums up that you do. Oh, it's got to be done. You've got to put a cap on it in the end. My favourite parts. Okay, well... Uh, okay, well, thanks very much, and do please follow us on Twitter at Metro Retro Pod, and Thank we'll see you, you next Thanks time. For Au revoir. Take care.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.